Welcome, boils and ghouls, to Handle Whisker, a horror podcast brought to you by Totally Drunk and Vosh T. Be sure to stay connected with us via social media on Twitter at Handle Whisker. You can email the show at handlewhiskerpod at gmail.com and find more information on our website at www.handlewhiskerpod.com. Now that we've gotten that out of the way, let me introduce you to my co-host. She is my partner in crime and really all things shenanigans. It's Vashti. Vash, you know, it's been a little little back and forth in regards to, like, shifting shows around. But, you know, we're here this week. We got an awesome uh, Twisted Tuesday lineup this month uh, with, you know, a wave of new releases, some classics from both uh, 1980 and 1981. Uh, but it's a Monday show, so, you know, kind of like getting the word out about tomorrow's lineup is uh, a, li- a little bit late. But if you guys check out our website, you can find out what we will be watching. How uh, about, you know, looking back, how has the past week been treating you? Um, It was pretty good. Uh, work, work, sheltering in place and, and everything. Not much has opened up. And we just found out today in California that we're going back on a full shutdown. So there's that. Um, So, but yeah. Everything's been good. I'm healthy. So that's ha- that's good. I got to see my best friend on Saturday and her little one little ones. Um so I got to see them and hang out with them and go swimming and so like that pretty much they were like the only people that I saw before um COVID happened, like right before it happened. So I think keeping, you know, our our family crew small of who we spend time with. And keeping it under 10 people, we're good to go. But yeah, it was a pretty chill, fun weekend and week. How about yours? You got to do actually something really fun. Uh, yeah. So yeah. do tell, please. Do yeah. tell us. Yeah. Because so we were talking about it and it was awesome. Over the weekends, they were doing an Evil Dead event over at the Midway Drive-In uh, in... I mean, they say it's in Dixon, but I'm pretty sure it's in Sterling. Uh, but anyways, so they had Bruce Campbell there. He was doing like a Q&A. Uh, he was doing photo ops. And what state ops. is this in? This, is in, this is in Il- Illinois. Thank you. Uh, so, you know, they had a ton of vendors there. My friends Greg and Jill were there. They are the ones that I buy all of my hoodies from. Uh, I, I, I came home with four new ones that I didn't have, so, you know, I either need another closet or another coat rack or something, because I have way too many at this point. Uh, I think... I'm either at, like, 16 or 17 from them. Uh, so it's, it's a fair amount, so they they released some new merchandise, which is great. Good hitching up with them. Uh, and, you know, th- this is a couple who run uh, their company, which is Lix, uh, L-I-X, online. Uh, but they traditionally just keep to, like, the conventions uh, and, you know, shows like that. So that's how they do the vast majority of their business. So they're not, like, an online shop or anything. So it was it was definitely a, a chance to, you know, help them out. Because, you know, obviously they're struggling and they haven't had, you know, any conventions to go to. Uh, so I know I shop for me, I shop for you. Uh, yeah, I'll be sending you. that stuff out here fairly soon. Uh, but... Their, their newer stuff, I was just blown away by. Uh, they got a new hoodie for The Omen. There was another one for Black Christmas, and I picked up a couple of other ones that I didn't have. Uh, but Friday was the night that we went, and they showed Evil Dead 2, followed by Army of Darkness. Uh, and then Saturday, they had shown three different movies. 
Uh, they showed Evil Dead. Uh, I think the second one was The Beyond, and I Drink Your Blood was the third film that they showed. So that was definitely a late night on that front. Uh, but, you know, Bruce is just absolutely hilarious in, you know, any any sort of interview or Q&A. Of course, you know, you did have the typical really random-ass questions that people come up and ask or, you know, just tell them to, like, say something to, you know, a friend or a relative or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, it was just, it was, it was really interesting just going out to a place that's really nowhere near me. It was, like, a two-hour drive. So it's, like, in the middle of the sticks, basically. <laughs> so just being head-to-toe, like, donning this horror vest that, you know, I pieced together with all my enamel pins, all of my patches, and all that stuff. So it was, it was very uh, humorous, just gauging the general uh, population or just, like, you know, the townsfolk in, in Dixon because they're just, like, what, 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 what's this kid's deal? <laughs> so that that was fun. I, I definitely enjoyed that probably more than I should have. But you know what? You know, they they don't understand. But you know, we we know. But we know. We but yeah. got this. So it was a it was a pretty good weekend. And uh, you know, on the side, I've been catching or trying to like watch uh, some of the new Netflix series, which we'll be talking about. You know, piece together the Twisted Tuesday lineup for this month. So it's been a, a been a productive past couple of days. Uh, so with that being said, let's let's jump into this week's rundown and see what is going on in our world of horror here. Uh, so looking at the comic front, uh, we do know that both the Alien and the Predator franchise, uh, you know, due to the Disney acquisition of 20th Century Fox way back when, uh, they are being brought to Marvel Comics. Now, both of these have actually been published via Dark Horse over like the past 30 years, roughly. Yeah, I was just about to say, why are they bringing them to Marvel when they already have Dark Horse? Because I love Dark Horse, and I love I like Alien and Predator from Dark Horse. So I'm like, why are they moving it like to Marvel or or heading to Marvel and you know having probably a new spin there? Well, it's it's going to be a new storyline, a new right. run. Yeah, it's definitely interesting. And in the past, you know, we have seen quite a bit of crossovers happening with these franchises. Uh, in the past, it was primarily with like the DC properties. Uh, so they basically went out and they turned to David Finch uh, to create, you know, a couple of pieces for some Marvel branded artwork. Uh, you know, you have one of them that has the Predator on the front and he's kind of like holding Iron Man's decapitated head. Uh, the other one basically has like a xenomorph for Alien and it it kind of looked like... There was, like, a, a Walkman, so I don't know if they're, like, teasing a potential crossover with Alien and Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, but, you know, ba- based off of what you've seen crossover-wise, like, do you think, like, this is actually a hint at what's to come? Or do you think they're going to kind of, like, take things in a different direction? Or if, you know, there's anything in particular that would really stand out to you that you would be interested in picking up? Um... I'll check it out. Um, I think they're just going to move into a different direction. Uh, Marvel, I do know that Marvel Comics does like to do that when they have crossovers. 
or when they have um, when they start doing a new run um, and and with the new writers, um, I just uh, with new Marvel writers, they'll have somebody just do like a 10, 10 story arc or maybe 20 or maybe it, it might do really well. And it's just going to be like it's going to be ongoing. Um, so we'll see what's going on. Um, Free Comic Book Day was supposed to be on May 4th um, or not May 4th. Sorry, May 3rd, I think it was or May 5th. Um, this, but it's always the first Saturday in May. Well, since we were all in shutdown, that did not happen. Um, but um, I do follow them on Instagram and Twitter, Free Comic Book Day. So if you know of what Free Comic Book Day is all about, um, Free Comic Book Day is um, actually been extended. Um, and now it is um, from, I think it's July 15th or 19th until all the way in September. So they're going to have free comics for the next couple of months that you can probably go to your local comic book store and pick up, or if you can get those comic books online. Now, just to let you guys know that free comic books, it's not the full comic. What they do is they give you like the teaser. They give you like half of the comic. So I'm pretty sure um, Alien and Predator, um, since they're going to be heading to Marvel um, and Marvel and um, free comic book, um, day has been expanded because of COVID and they're, they're having it for months now, uh, where you can pick them up online or in store. Um, and I know that in store, even though if you might be on shutdown, some of your local stores might have them open. Um, but you can just, uh, order them and then you can pick them up at the door or pay for them online, stuff like that. So you can social distance, not go in and wear your mask. Um, and everything. So I'm going to probably check out the teaser when it does come out um, through uh, one of the free comic book day weeks where they have new issues coming out. Um, and then I'll also pre check my previews guide as well. I need to get my new previews guide. So um, we'll see. And I'll, we'll keep you guys posted. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I was just happy to see so many comic stores actually doing curbside pickup because that was definitely one of, like, the industries that I was definitely panicking about. Yeah. Yeah, my local one does uh, curbside pickup and everything like that. Um, but I haven't been there in a while, but it's okay. Um, I just need to order, just go down there and get my stuff for um, it's, it, it's sometime this week, probably. Um, but, yeah. Um, but even though, uh, they are hurting and stuff like that, I think the ones that around here are still doing okay. I'm, are still doing well. Right on. Uh, so yeah. of course, you know, we are in a new month. Uh, last, last episode we talked about what was new to Shudder. So let's take a look at what is coming to some of the other streaming platforms in like Netflix, Hulu, as well as Amazon Prime. Uh, now, now I'll be honest, like these are kind of like all over the place, uh, Hulu definitely not getting a whole lot here. Uh, but looking at Netflix, Netflix probably has the most interesting lineup out of all of them. So a lot of these are actually out right now. You could, you know, pop on Netflix and uh, watch them. You know, we got some new series. We got, uh, some movie releases as well. So for new series, we have the return of Unsolved Mysteries. Uh, I, you know, I keep hearing my coworkers yeah. talking about this. And I've tried to avoid the spoilers. I don't want to know anything. But, you know, there was a moment at work the other day. Uh, and, you know, the other person who works on Fresh Cuts with me was talking about it. And he's like, you know, I have a problem with this series. And I was like, oh, yeah, what is that? And it's like, 
I get no closure. And I just, I stopped what I was doing. And, yeah, I, and I just, I, 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 yes, I look over oh, no. and I was like, yeah, they're unsolved for a reason. <laughs> I can't, I can't with your friend or your coworker. You're like, really? Did that seriously just come out of your mouth right now? <laughs> it's just like, well, if they knew what happened, obviously there wouldn't be a point to the show. So of course there's not going to be any closure. But anyways, it, it would just be called solved mysteries. Yes. Actually, they wouldn't even be mysteries, solved stories. Yeah. Because mystery. Uh uh. So, oh my gosh. See, I can't. I get no closure. Oh, that's good. Oh, thank you for that laugh. I needed that. Yeah. Tell your coworker I said thank you as well. Yeah. So, from, from what I have heard, uh, I do know it is only six episodes. Uh, I don't think they're the hour-long episodes. They tend to be closer to, like, 43, 45 minutes. Uh, mm-hmm. But all of those are out now. I'll probably be checking that out after another series that I'm currently watching. Which wait, is... wait. What's up? Oh, sorry. No, keep going. Keep going, sorry. Oh. You said another show that you're currently watching what? Yep, which would be Jew on Origins, which is something, you know, we've talked about in the past. That is the, but I need to watch still. The series based on the grudge, that, of course, being the Japanese grudge, not the Americanized yeah. remake. Yeah. And it's a prequel, Yes, it is a prequel. And I, I am very conflicted with this series. Um, more so to do with the fact of why there are so many happenings in in the house or, you know, just the way that things kind of unfold in in that regard and why there is a grudge on the household. Um, But I I want to talk more at length about that once you've actually seen it. That way I don't give too much away on that front. But that's also, you know, a very short series as well. Uh, It is a six-episode season. They are not even 30 minutes each. Uh, they're closer to like 23, 24, so it, it actually goes by pretty quick. Uh, now, there was one other original series that released on Netflix this month, and that was Warrior Nun, which apparently is based off of a Canadian comic book that I knew nothing about. Uh, but it, it kind of looks like a uh, demon hunter religious type series. I, I honestly don't know too much more huh? out, outside of that. Uh, okay. so, I, I don't know, it looks more, like, fantasy-esque than, uh, actual, like, straight horror. But, oh, okay. but on the movie front, we got a couple of, uh, good titles. You know, we got the Paranormal Activity, for any, you know, found footage fan out there. Or, you know, if you want to see how was a slow creep, you know, can, uh, still get people. Or, you know, if you mm-hmm. just want to see the same jump, jump, uh, scare multiple times. Uh, there's also Poltergeist, Sleepy Hollow, Winchester, and one of the more criminally underrated sci-fi horror movies out there in Splice. So, okay. you know, out of those, I don't know if you've seen uh, Splice, but that would definitely be like the standout pick amongst the group. I- I'll have to see if the Poltergeist is the original or the remake. Because they did not denote that. It had better be the original. I can actually look it up while I'm talking. I'll do that right now. Uh, and also, okay, so Unsolved Mysteries, it's oh, not the reruns, it's the new. Yes, it's and a it's new just series. New up, 
it's a new series and it's new mysteries that haven't been solved like in the past 10, 15 years or something. Maybe right. 20. Okay. Okay. I can watch that. And Poltergeist Even, is I don't, I don't, the original. Yes. F yes. <laughs> That's my favorite one. I love Poltergeist. It's such a great movie. And it still scares the crap out of me. <laughs> Even though I know what's going to happen. <laughs> Well, that's good. Especially with that damn clown. That clown always gets me, dude. I don't like clowns. But don't you don't like mind killer clowns. Oh, that's different. Clowns <laughs> they're from outer space. <laughs> yeah. They turn people into cotton so, candy. Exactly. And then they eat them and they suck their blood out of them. Nope. Okay, you know. So it's okay. <laughs> yeah, definitely if you guys haven't seen Splice... Uh, that is a definite recommend for me. Winchester, I remember seeing in theaters. That is the one with the the house that basically has rooms that go nowhere. <laughs> or like... Oh, uh, uh, Winchester. Oh, no, Winchester. I saw that one. Yeah. So uh, Winchester, you know what it's based on, right? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Okay. And it's here. I, I grew up right down the street from it. Like right down the street and around the corner from Winchester Mystery House. I've been there several times. Growing up as a kid, it is on Winchester Avenue. Whoa. <laughs> Winchester Avenue was made because uh, the Winchester uh, widow uh, wife moved there and stuff like that. So, yeah, um, actually, Kirk Hammett has actually had um, a Halloween bash there where you can get tickets and go to, like, his event hmm. and stuff like that. He's he had it, like, twice or something in the past, like. I think it was five, ten years ago, maybe more. But yeah, that's anyway. cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Probably more interesting than the movie, though. Yeah, <laughs> if you actually go to the Winchester Mystery House and get a chance to, it's actually pretty cool. Um, a lot of people have been there from, you know, the, uh, you know, what the Ghost Hunters guys mm -hmm. or whatever Ghost Hunters, and then the other Ghost Team or whatever who came along after Ghost Hunters. And so like that they've been to the Winchester Mystery House and stayed the night there so they could like pick up data to see if there really are ghosts or entities in the house or, you know, and, and everything. So it was actually that's pretty neat. So if you want to look into the Winchester Mystery House and what it's all about, uh, check it out before you watch the movie, please. <laughs> it is more interesting. Absolutely. Uh, so looking at Hulu, very, very light month in regards to releases. The only two that I saw were 2001 Maniacs, uh, as well as Buffy the Vampire Slayer, oh uh, the, the movie, uh, which is what one of my favorites from the 90s. Absolutely. That's the one with, uh, what's his name? Oh, doesn't it have what's his name in it? Yes, what's his name? That, shut up. That narrows it down. <laughs> you, you shut up. <laughs> um, now I gotta look it up. Look, I mean, Luke Perry's in it. Donald That's what Sutherland. I was gonna say, Luke Perry. Luke, okay. Luke Perry's in it. Yeah, I was like, Luke, Luke. And I was gonna say Beverly Hills 90210, and I was like, but I need to say his real name. What is his name? <laughs> Luke Perry, duh. Yeah, so it has Luke Perry in it, and I was just like, oh my god, I can't believe it. And it has, oh, it has David Arquette in it, too. Mm-hmm. And then on on Prime, a couple of yeah. movies. We got Anaconda, if you're looking for a, a creature feature. 
Uh, not probably. That one just makes me laugh. It's it's not it's not a standout one, or maybe it is a standout one, but not for the right reasons. Uh, there's buried, edge of darkness, hollow man, which is definitely the more sinister of like the Invisible yeah. Man type movies. Yeah. Uh, you got the Devil's Rejects, of course. And then movie. we have we have the eye and the eye too. Now, what's confusing about this is the eye is the U.S. remake that came out in 2008. This is one that stars Jessica Alba as the lead. And then they have the I2, which is the sequel to the Hong Kong original. Mm. <laughs> also named the I. And it's just like, okay, like, I I don't get it. Why, like, do they, do they just not have the rights to, like, the first, like, the original I? And then now all of a sudden they're just releasing a sequel after they put in the Americanized remake. I don't know. That was very confusing to me. Mm-hmm. I I don't understand it. Uh, no, I don't even know. Yeah, it, it's it's very very jarring. Uh, but no, not not the strongest month release wise, kind of like across the board. But definitely, you know, as as we talked about on our our prior show, like Shutter has definitely been the mainstay get in the bigger releases as you know we we kind of expect from something that is very specific to the genre uh so you know it seems like we're only getting like little trickles here and there when it comes to some of these other providers uh so a couple of standouts kind of like stuff that will probably like get lost in the shuffle but definitely go check out the the new series uh because those are definitely the more uh probably binge watchable obviously because it's actual shows uh, in this case. Now, you know, we, we got a lot of stuff to look forward to here uh, in the next, you know, couple of months in regards to new series. Uh, you know, one of which is on Prime. I'm going to jump ahead a bit because I, I'm sure you want to talk about this just as much as I do. We have The Return of the Where Boys. I'm jumping to The Boys uh, from Amazon oh, Prime. Okay. We'll circle back oh. to the HBO series. Yes. So the boys is back on September fourth, coming to Prime, and I'll be honest, the way that they're releasing this agitates me because you know mm-hmm. they're like, okay, on September fourth, you know we're gonna release the first three episodes, right? And then every week after that, you know we're just gonna have one what? new one new episode, and it's just like, yeah. guys, come on, like you you know you know the viewing pattern of your your average watcher or the average person that, you know, views Prime, people aren't just sitting down to watch an episode or two, especially on something that is as badass and bloodthirsty as The Boys. Like, people are going to sit down, they're going to watch everything, and then they'll probably go back and watch it again, or, you know, they're just going to wait six months and be depressed in that, you know, time frame or whatever. But anyways... (laughs) Yeah, I, I remember when the boys came out, and at the time I hadn't really read the comics, um, mm-hmm. so it was very interesting having like the series first perspective and then going back to read the comics. But basically, like for those that don't know, the boys is based off of uh, one of the best-selling comics that was by Garth Ennis. Uh, as mm-hmm. well as Derek Robertson. And in this new season, we're going to have the boys basically like on the run from the law. You know, they're being hunted by the soups. Uh, and they're basically, you know, trying to fight back against uh, 
Is it Vought? I'm, I'm trying to remember if that's the right pronunciation. Ah, uh, but anyways. You know, if... The Boys is a very interesting series in the fact that it's very unconventional in regards to, like, a superhero-type setup, you know? Really, the only other thing that kind of, like, felt similar was... I mean, if we're talking, like, recently, like, you know, Brightburn was kind of similar in the way that... You know, it's kind of like a dark Superman type of story, you know. I mean, I, I remember, like, when they first released the Brightburn trailer, and, you know, they had the the damn Man of Steel text, and it opens, like, the exact same way. And, you know, that's the only thing you could think of as you're watching the trailer. And, you yeah. know, even a lot of stuff that happens in the actual movie are very similar to what we would see in the Superman comics. But anyways, <laughs> The Boys is definitely one that has a lot of, like, zaniness to it. There's a lot of, like, wacky things that happen in this series. There's a lot of bloodshed. There's a lot, a lot of gore, a lot of good stuff in there, tons of violence, and it's just... It definitely does not hold back any punches, which is why it's definitely been something that has stood out amongst, you know, not just the horror community, but, you know, a lot of viewers as well. Uh, but are you are you familiar with like the source material for the comics? For the boys? Yes. No, I didn't read the boys. That's one I didn't do. I'll go back and get the graphic novel and read it. But when it, when the show came out, I just binge watched the show. So I'll be like you, and I'll be going backwards. Interesting. All right, good to know. Yeah, because normally I'm the one who's like, I'm gonna read the comics first and stuff like that. But All right. With work and everything like that, I have not had time to go to the comic book store, even before shutdown. And mm -hmm. so like that, I, I just didn't have time. Because I'm busy, and then I'm exhausted, and then I'm like, I'm just going to sleep. Mm -hmm. And then when I didn't sleep, it was like, oh, well, I do want to hang out with friends or whatever when I could before we were on lockdown. So I would spend my time going out and about and doing stuff instead of in my books. But now that I'm home and on lockdown, I can get into my comic books so also for me summertime and springtime is i i have to be outdoors because i'm extroverted mm -hmm. even if even if we are on shutdown i have to be in my backyard doing something and and you know getting my hands dirty going to the beach driving somewhere cleaning my jeep i don't know i have to be doing something <laughs> if the sun's out i need to be outside <laughs> Right on. Well, I, I definitely plan on going back to, you know, rewatching the first season before September 4th. Oh, same. same. I'll, I'll go back and rewatch the first season, and I'll also go back and re read the comics and stuff like that. Um, I just picked up some new books, and I need to go pick up some comics, so perfect timing. Yeah, we've definitely been seeing a lot of adaptations, whether it is comic book to TV series, books to, you know, new series. And that's that's actually the case with one of the new ones that is releasing on HBO here uh, next month, that being Lovecraft Country. Mm -hmm. uh, so this is set to premiere on Sunday, August 16th, and this is based off of the 2016 novel of the same name by Matt Ruff. Uh, and the series basically follows Atticus Freeman as he joins his friend Letitia and his Uncle George to embark on a road trip across 1950s Jim Crow America in search of his missing father. So, you know, there's, like, definitely, like, the, the aspect of, like, 
struggle for survival. They're trying to, you know, overcome, uh, you know, different r racial terrors due to it. I was going to say racism in America. Yeah. Racism uh, and driving across country and possibly getting picked up by the police and getting hanged out, mm -hmm. in, the, out in the South like they used to do, like you know in rural areas and so we thought that wasn't very populated but you know nobody cares about it nobody talks about it and so like that but it is yeah that what they're going to touch on in lovecraft country is going to be pretty trippy because it's going to be horror it's going to be psychologically um hard for us to watch and so like that and just just all around with all of the different struggles that they have to go through it's going to be it's going to be a chore not a chore it's going to suck <laughs> yeah, and unfortunately, like those aren't going to be the only monsters. Oh, of course. Uh -huh, because, yeah. you know, it is Lovecraft based, so, uh, you know, yeah. might, might be a couple tentacles involved. I don't know. Maybe we'll see Cthulhu. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm yeah. not sure. Yeah. Could happen either so way. I'm, yeah. But I, I do find it interesting that, mm -hmm. you know, we, we basically just came off of uh, the recent Watchmen series, which is also very heavy and, you know, similar uh, thematics here. I like that one. That one was good. And I'll be honest, yeah, I, I, I I still need to finish it. Oh, it's okay. Uh, I won't talk about it then. I, I will definitely get to that at some point soon. But, you know, I'm, I'm getting kind of like similar vibes just based off of what we've seen in the teaser. Uh, now, the poster did have like, you know, tentacles popping out of the road. So I just I, I want to see how much of this is just going to be stewing uh you know the, the the racist terrors versus actual you know creatures from the books or whatever they're going to involve there or you know how it's going to get played out uh but either way you know it's it's definitely like a timely release um i i don't know if now would necessarily be the best time to release lovecraft country but you know hbo seems to be back in this quite heavily so if it's Anywhere near as good as what I've seen from Watchmen, I, I feel like they could have another hit on their hands in this case. Yeah. All right. But anyways, we got one other movie to talk about. Yes. And unfortunately, with it comes bad news as well. <laughs> so obviously, the release late is in a state of flux right now. Yes. Due to the pandemic. A lot yes. of things getting moved around. Nothing yes. is really sticking. You know, we've seen exactly. things get moved. Things moved to where the other things were moved. And honestly, I'm not expecting any release this year. That's just me personally. For any movie. Mm -hmm. Like, I, yeah. it's, it's so hard to see, you know, theaters opening at this point in time, regardless of if it's state by state. Because it... <laughs> They'd be operating at a loss either way. But anyways, uh, we, we got an update on Halloween Kills. So initially, it was set to release in October of 2020, but it's been bumped to October of 2021. Now, I do know that, you know, they, they shifted Candyman to, you know, the current, like, the weekend that Halloween Kills initially was. I doubt that will stay, but, you know, it's tentatively slated for that spot. But basically, you know, you had John Carpenter coming out on social media earlier in the week. Uh, and, you know, we do know the film is set to pick up directly after uh, the 2018 Halloween. They did have a new teaser, uh, which wasn't necessarily a teaser as 
much as it was like a 30 second clip. Uh, so, you know, they shared that and it basically, you know, it picks up right where we had left off. You know, the house is burning. Michael is inside and you see, you know, Lori and the crew, obviously like in the back of like this pickup and you start to see, uh, you know, the siren lights. Mm-hmm. So you see, you know, the firefighters coming out in, in their truck, making their way to the house. And, you know, you see Lori there just shouting, let it burn as, you know, the, let it burn. as the fire trucks, you know, pass by. Because obviously, you know, she she had been preparing years for this. You know, she finally got Michael. This is going to be the end of it. Of course, it isn't. Because otherwise there wouldn't be a need for the sequel. Uh, but, you know, it got me thinking. Like, obviously, there's a couple of ways that they can kind of go about kind of like continuing where the first one. I shouldn't say the first one. Where the last Halloween movie ended. <laughs> so, you know, you can either have, okay, maybe Michael escapes, you know, before the firemen actually get to the scene and put out the fire. Very I plausible. Happen. Or. Or what what if Michael, you know, is, you know, still in the fire? You know, he's been chilling there for like, I don't know, 15 minutes. I don't know how long it's been since phone call or, you know, how long it took them to, you know, respond to everything. But what if he just like slaughters them in the fire as they're trying to put it out? I don't know. Either, either way, you know, I feel like the obvious cliche choice is for him to just escape before the firefighters hit the scene. And, you know, just to get that still image of... You know, the fire being put out, all of, like, the the smoke billowing, you see all the rubble and everything, and there's just... Oh, no one's inside. I think I would prefer... Yeah. prefer the latter. With him actually going after the, uh, the firefighters in this case, but I, I don't know. Either way, you know, we keep hearing Carpenter hype up Halloween Kills as this slasher movie times 100 or whatever terminology he used or numerical value and it just got me thinking like what the hell does he actually mean by that is he talking about the body count because michael has never really been like this mass murderer like he's always kind of like kept to his routine you know he doesn't really go too far out of his jurisdiction <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so I, I don't know what to expect on that front or if this is just carpenter's way of trying to maintain the hype despite the news that he had to deliver oh okay well maybe uh, i don't know I, I, we already knew that they were going to make a second one. We did. So, but you're just saying that you think that the way he, it was named. Well, I'm just saying like, it's just the fact that he keeps hyping it to be like a hundred times, like the average slasher. And it's just, I don't know. And you're what, like, now what trying to mean stop by it. Yeah. What are you trying to do? Yeah. No. Okay, I'm cool. I'm, I, yeah, no, I don't need that. Yeah, because I, I can't imagine a situation where we just see, like, a body count of, like, 40-plus, where Michael is just going around on a slashing spree. Mm-hmm. Because it just, it doesn't Wait, fit the character. But he, no, and he just goes on a slashing spree when he's back in his hometown. Right. That's usually what he does, unless he, you know, there's those other ones where he goes to outer space and shit. But... <laughs> Um, 
But uh, what was it? But yeah, I think the body count was pretty high in the last one. When I watched it at the theater by myself, I swear every time I every time I watch, I like I looked up from my popcorn or dipped my hand in my popcorn, somebody was being slaughtered <laughs> or impaled on something, and I was like, I. I am. But it wasn't like I'm, forty, fifty. I'm looking it up right now. Okay, well, there was a lot of people that were killed in that one. I think, wasn't there one? Yeah, there was quite a bit. bit. Looks like seventeen. Okay, that's a lot. What he wants it like forty? That's yeah, no, that's ridiculous. That's too much. Yeah, because like even over, it's like he's overcompensating for something. Like even the what? zombie ones yeah were around like the 30 range if i'm not mistaken yeah unless we're talking about 28 days later ah either way you know you can burn yeah. michael to a crisp he's going to survive well yeah it's just a matter of you know how much are they going to up things? Because it is a sequel. You know, you got to follow the rules. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the body count has always got to be bigger, you know? Yeah. The kills have got to be more elaborate, you know? Et cetera, et cetera. Be, Quoted the rules from, quick. you know, Randy and Scream. Uh, but I, so that that's basically it for the news. Like, we did have some other stuff that kind of, like, dropped earlier today. But we're going to save that because, you know, Shop Factory, like, unloaded a ton of information on us uh, today about releases for the fall that I'm really excited about. We'll talk more about that uh, over the Later. weekend on our next episode, so stay tuned for that. But, you know, all the info is out there, up for pre-order. You know, mm -hmm. it may, may or may not include a box set of all the Friday 13ths, which is fantastic. Yeah. The artwork is amazing. Go pre-order it. But let's, let's talk about a movie that we watched this past Tuesday. On Twisted Tuesday. It is one of the new offerings on Shudder. And it's a Belgian zombie flick called Yummy. Now, I, I will say this. I, I think one of the more interesting moments on Tuesday was the fact that, you know, you know, when, when we have like people coming in, they're they're always typically asking, you know, what movie is this? Yeah. And and I swear, just like said it like four or five times, but like the person kept asking, and they're oh, like, yeah, "Oh, yeah. that is the name of the movie." <laughs> and yeah, and it was funny because when you say like, "Oh, what's the name of this movie?" and then somebody says, "Yummy," you're not going to automatically think, "Oh, that's the name of the movie." Um, one, we're in <laughs> chats. One, we're, we're we're over chat. We're not talking to each other like you know while we're watching the movie. Um, all we we do is type stuff in into a chat log, right? So this is me. I'm like, he keeps he keeps seeing the word yummy. He or she keeps seeing the word yummy. I was like, maybe they think she's saying something is yummy. Like something on the screen is yummy. Something that she ate is yummy. <laughs> Either way, he didn't get it. It was funny. I mean. You know, she didn't get it. Or they didn't get it. It was funny, though. One, was, one way or another. There, there's a lot of good things to look at on screen. <laughs> So, oh, well, it's, yeah. it's plausible, but basically, okay, so go, going over the plot here. Yubby is basically like this orgy of blood, violence, and fun. You know, you have this young couple who is traveling to this really, like, shady Eastern European hospital, 
Uh, and, you know, you have the chick who is looking to have some plastic surgery done because she wants to get a breast reduction. Yes. So, at, at one point, the boyfriend is wandering through this abandoned ward of the hospital with uh, one of the workers there. And he stumbles across this young woman who has been strapped to an operating table. And she has something... She has a contraption over her face yeah. that is, is preventing her from talking. And it's like a thick, it's almost like a mask, but it's, it looks like it might be like, like a uh, plasticky, but thick plastic. And, um, and it's strapped around her too. And she's just, you know, flailing her head. And he's like, do you want me to take it off? Do you want me to take it off? And she's, and she kind of nods like, yes, or whatever, or so he thinks. And then he takes it off and then boom, her face is halfway eaten off and she's a zombie. Who would have thought? Right. Who would have thought? Yeah. Right? And, you know, for, for whatever reason, you know, I'm not going to complain, you know, that she was topless uh -uh. on the table. I don't know why. That's just, that's just the way it why, is. Right? I don't know um, why. Yeah, so basically, like, this chick is the result of this experimental rejuvenation treatment that this hospital is doing. So, you know, you, you got the boyfriend who, uh, I mean, she basically, like, gets freed. Uh, and in doing so, you know, we got this virus outbreak that basically uh, starts to change the doctors, the patients, and uh, at one point, his mother-in-law into some bloodthirsty zombies. And there's there's honestly kind of like a lot to take in with this movie. For starters, you know, there is a lot of practical effects. There are, mm -hmm. there are quite a few moments in this movie that feel kind of random. <laughs> I'll be honest. Like there are. But you know, it kinda random stuff. it kind of also adds to the charm because it's more of a it definitely feels more in line with like a grindhouse style zombie movie. Yes. You know, there's there's a lot of gore, a lot of blood, a lot of what the fuck moments, a lot yes. of nudity. Yes. A lot of things kind of like in between. And of course, you know, with that, you know, it is a newer release, but we do have the body count for this one. So why don't we go over some of the kills that we saw on screen throughout this one? Okay, so the first one that we see is the cleaner. Uh, the cleaner is lured into the incinerator by a zombie and then burned alive. Burned alive, sorry. So that's crazy. Um, number two is... Uh, Willian, um, attacked by three zombies, intestines are, like, removed out of the front, right? And eaten alive following the mishap uh, with um, Oksana. <laughs> wait, wait, is this the one where it was the mishap with Oksana um, on the table and she puts the injection back into the guy and he blows up? No, uh, Willigan is the one who tries to hook up with Oksana. Oh, that's the one where, oh, that's, that's the one where it's the, the frozen penis? Yes. <laughs> okay. <gasps> yeah, that happens. So, you guys need to really watch this scene. scene. I, I thought it was either that one or the other one. You have to watch this scene. It is so random. Like... At first, he's trying to hook up with with the girl who's like literally in there. Like, there's a pan there's like a virus going on. 
They're stuck in a room somewhere. There's cr- there's crazy infected zombies on the outside of. Why is he thinking about getting some? Well, to to be fair, Oksana is the one who's like, you know, I don't want to die a virgin. Okay, that's true. She does say (laughs) that. But he could have been like, okay, first of all, let's wait until we get out of here and then we can work with us. Yeah, and you know, know, my doctor told me, you know, I I shouldn't use it yet, you know, because he's in there for a penis enlargement. Yeah, so he goes for an enlargement, right? So I'm not going to tell you the whole scene, but you need to watch it because... When Totem was going over it with me and before we even watched it and he was just telling me he'd seen it before and he tells me the scene, he's like, I gotta tell you the scene. <laughs> and I was like, what the heck? It's, uh... And I was like, oh my gosh, it's so funny. Just, just picture, like, you know, the typical apocalypse, you know, oh, I don't want to die a virgin, and then there's just a series of unfortunate events that occur and it's just, it keeps building, to a certain moment, uh, which is definitely, like, one of the standout scenes in that movie, bar none, uh, along with some of the other, yeah. like, oddity scenes that kind of happen. But, you know, it, it was just one of those scenes where I'm like, you know, I tip my hat to you because that is definitely not something I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the craziest thing that I've ever seen in the movie, too. Um, so the next one, let's move on to the next one. That would be Dr. K attacked from behind by Janja um, with an axe before he turned. So he was killed before he was turned. Yeah, um, so he so could yeah. die like a man. Basically. Yeah, so he could die like a man, basically, yes. Uh, number four is Sylvia, um, head split open with an axe by Allison. Uh, yep. Sylvia is um, the her mother. Correct. And she gets bitten and then she turns and she's like actually in like um, a um, a wheelchair. They put her in a wheelchair and they strap her down. And so like that because they're like, oh, she might not turn. And then she ends up turning and they're like, oh, crap. Now we got to kill her. <laughs> and so like that. So Allison kills her mother, um, splits her in the head with an axe. Um, and Yona um, fell off the roof trying to cross the platform. Oh, that one was. Little splat. <laughs> uh, poor you. Um, Janja um, is attacked by Daniel after he was lured into a room and bitten by a zombie. Just totally messed up. Um, Oksana shot repeatedly trying to flee the hospital. And then, and then um, number eight is Daniel. Daniel stabbed in the back by Allison. Um, after a struggle, Allison repeatedly rammed Daniel <laughs> up against the concrete wall with her car. That was hilarious because Daniel was a douche, man. He was like, like the whole time they were in the hospital, he's trying to get with um, Allison who, you know, cause she's got big old knockers and she's trying to get them, you know, reduced. And he, he has a thing for her. So he, every chance he gets, he tries to move the boyfriend out of the way or away and then boom what was it um what was it the boyfriend's not there and it's just her and daniel and then he's just like they they're driving down the road and then they pull over really quick because they're like well okay we got away from some zombies for a little bit we can we can you know catch our breath you know because we're out of the hospital and then he tries to like he tries to sexually assault her and, and, and get some. And she's like, oh, hell no. <laughs> so, 
So she stabs him, throws him from the vehicle. And also he's been, um, he's been bitten too Mm -hmm. earlier. So he's about to turn and so like that. So he wanted to do that before he turned last. So she stabs him. He gets thrown from the car and then she speeds up and then she sees that he's turned and then she smushes him twice with the car. And I was like, yeah, (laughs) that's what you get, you piece of crap. (laughs) Um, And then number nine would be Michael who was ran over by Allison after being mistaken for a zombie on the road. So Michael's her boyfriend. He's able to get out of, you know, the bottom like tunnels or whatever of how they needed to get out of the hospital and then come up like a manhole type thing. So he finally gets out. Allison is, you know, killed douchebag over here. And she's just driving along, driving along. Why doesn't anybody put on their seatbelts? I don't know. Freaking idiots. Um, so Allison, um, then runs over, uh, Michael because he's got all these bloods and blood and guts on him, but he hasn't been turned. And so when he comes out, he, he, like, he's, he's walking like a zombie because he's tired. He's been like, I think he, there was like, he, he blows up some zombies with a grenade and so like that. And that's how all the guck gets all over him. And then, yeah. So then she ends up running him over and he gets smushed on the front of the car and she sees that it's him. And then she freaks out and then she runs into a pole. Joy. What, what, what a happy ending. What a happy ending, you guys. So this one does not have a happy ending at all. So if you're looking for a movie that has a happy ending, sorry, this one's not for you. But if you want one that's gory, totally like Grindhouse in a way, you know, Grindhouse-esque and stuff like that with the gore, with the nudity, with the craziness, with the randomness and stuff like that, it is a good one to watch. Yeah, there's Um, there's definitely like the, the oddity things that occur in this movie. Like... You know, yeah. obviously, we know that they've been doing some experiments with, like, uh, like rejuvenation and regenerating, like, body parts or whatever. And, you know, at one point, there's, like, this... It's not like a... It's more of, a, like, a lizard who just has, like, a hell of a lot of teeth. Like, more, more than any lizard should oh. have. <laughs> That's another one. That's another thing that happened in the movie. So... We were watching it on, we were watching it last Tuesday, right? And then I was like, what the heck is that? (laughs) And I'm like freaking out because I see it on the TV and I type, what the heck is that? And, and then you say, Totem, you're just like, what, what you draw the line. You're okay with zombievers. You're okay with (laughs) zombievers, but zombie lizards you're not okay with. And I'm like, oh damn, I didn't even see if, see that it was a lizard. So the first (laughs) time I saw it, I didn't see that it was a lizard on the screen. The second time I was like, oh, I can see it's a lizard now. Ew, it's gross. (laughs) And it had tons of teeth. You're right. Yeah, like that, that was honestly the thing that threw me off more. I was like, oh, look, it's a, you know, it's a little lizard. And then it has like 800 teeth. And it's just like, whoa, hold on, hold the phone. Like what's going on here? You're and like, That's not you know, <laughs> there's there's this really bittersweet moment too with the lizard where he gets kicked like down a set of stairs. Oh, I know. But you know, he he gets he's a zombie. He he gets some uh, some redemption, not against the person who actually kicked him, unfortunately. Uh, but he does yeah. end up biting and infecting someone. So you know, he he gets his day at at some point in time. Yeah. Uh, you know, there there's also the one zombie who. 
has like her guts kind of like ripped out and you know you see all this like gunk spewing out and she's like scooping up her innards and like eating it and it's just constantly like oh, yeah, coming she out was <laughs> she was at the end of the hall she was like she was at the end of the hall yeah yeah i remember that when she was at the end of the hall and i was like wait what is she doing Right. I was like, no, no, she's gonna eat her own yeah. intestines. Yeah. I was like, ew. Yeah, I was like, well, she must be hungry. Yeah. And it's interesting, too, because it's only, like, her upper half of her body, so, like, when she's, like, chasing people, she's, like, crawling with her hands, like, kind of, like, skipping as she's going along, which I thought was kind of interesting. Uh, you also kind of, like, alluded to one of the other scenes that I thought was pretty interesting with the whole, like, liposuction scene where like all the fat gets put back into the body and you just start to see like the belly of this person like start to uh yeah. expand and then kablooey <laughs> yeah so i we were watching that scene and i was like oh it's gonna happen oh it's gonna happen he's gonna splatter all over the place i was like <laughs> that was funny so as a whole like i will say i <laughs> For, for a movie that, just based off the trailer, I was, like, pretty excited for, I, I thought Yummy delivered. Does yes, it have yes. does it have issues? Absolutely. Was I bummed by the ending? A hundred percent. Yeah, me too. I was so bummed. I was like, okay, can at least one person get away? Like, what the hell, man? <laughs> I was like, total buzzkill, thank you very much. Yeah. All that for nothing? Yeah, but, but all in all... Going in, I expected the three Bs. And yep, yeah, the three Oh, boobies? Blood, beasts, and babes. And we, we got all of them. Oh. So it delivered on that front. <laughs> so beasts and babes. Okay, because I was like boobies, boobies, boobies. <laughs> Blood, boobies, beasts. Which we got. So, yeah, we did. So, so we're good. definitely passes on that front. So, you know, if, if we're ranking this, you know, out of, out of four, what do you what do you think on this one? Out of four, I think I'm going to give it a three, uh, three and a half ish, probably three. I'll go three. Yeah, I, I'd say three. You know, if if we didn't have the the Debbie Downer of an ending, I and probably would have given it a bit yeah. more. Yep, that's exactly what I was going to say, too. After I was like, yep, no. I was like three and a half, but I was like, no, nah, that ending pissed me off. Because <laughs> at the end of it, I was like, what? I was like, hella mad. <laughs> I was sitting, I was sitting on my couch. I was like, oh man, <laughs> now I'm bummed. <laughs> so you know, I was like, good movie, but I'm bummed. <laughs> so definitely, you know, grab some popcorn and pull up a chair, watch Yummy. Yeah. Uh, it also had some like kind of like giallo-esque lighting kind of like throughout too which was was kind of interesting because we typically don't see that in the zombie movies true uh but definitely a, a lot of stuff to look at on screen there's some very very obvious fan service uh th kind of like throughout between uh the i mean the main like nurse definitely has one of those scenes as well as um as Oksana, when she gets shot repeatedly by the police outside of the building. <laughs> like, oh, just yeah. random moments where, like, her, like, skirt, like, flies up and, of course, you know, exposes her underpants. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why did they need to do that? <laughs> I'm like, okay, whatever. 
But all in all, definitely a recommend. It's available to stream via Shutter. Yes. And uh, really interesting movie. And you know, expect some things that you probably haven't seen in a movie. Yeah. Let alone a zombie never, movie before. So. I've never seen a zombie lizard. So. Well, now you have. Kudos to add it for that one. Add it to the zombie creature, animals, whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so mm-hmm. let, let's look ahead, Vosh. Tomorrow yes. is yes. Tuesday. We got Twisted Tuesday, July 14th. Yes. And we have two new releases that we are actually going to be streaming. Oh, no. Now, this is an instance where none of us have seen the movies that we're showing. <laughs> yeah, because normally we, we, at least one of us has seen, like, one of the movies. If not both. It's not both for you, yeah. Uh, but in this case, I have not seen either. You've not seen either. I don't think Jess has seen either. Uh, but basically, we have two movies that are brand new. Uh, that, you know, one of which has had a pretty big impact in regards to the drive-in theaters here as of late. Mm-hmm. Earning, earning a little bit of money there. Uh, the other one is earning some pretty high praise uh, and it's being compared a lot or in similar vein to movies like Hereditary and The Babadook. Uh, it's, it feels a little bit more drama heavy, so I'm expecting a little bit of a slow burn in this case. But the, yeah. two, the two movies that we're showing are The Wretched, released in 2020, and then Relic, not to be confused by the, the monster flick set in Chicago. Uh, this is a different relic. Uh, this was also released in 2020. So, you know, I'm actually really excited for this because we got two new offerings. You know, both have had a lot of word of mouth here as of late. And, you know, unfortunately, like, the the driving by me never showed the wretched. Otherwise, I probably would have had an opportunity to see it. I've held off on renting it ahead of time because just so we could have, like, a feature like this. So I'm excited, and, you know, probably one of the only times we'll actually get to see two brand-new movies the same week yeah. for our lineup. Yeah. yeah. I'm stoked. I don't think these, like, this isn't, like, for, when I looked at Wretched and when I looked at The Relic, I was like, these two aren't going to be, like, gory. They're going to be more, like, um, kind of like watching, um, uh, did you say the Babadook? You said the Babadook, right? Yeah, the Babadook. Yeah, the Babadook Hereditary. Hereditary is the oh, Hereditary is the one with the boy, and then and, yeah, never mind. Yep, it's going to be similar to Hereditary for sure. So it's more going to be more. It, it's going to be more of a drama with like some. Oh whoa! Did this happen in you know their family history or what the heck is going on here? I think the Wretched has uh, a witch. Yeah. I, I, I has... wouldn't know. I'm trying to go in known as little as possible. Oh, I'm sorry. That's fine. It's fine. I saw we. It's all good. But I, I will say no more. But it... other than that, I haven't seen them. I just, you know, seen the trailer and, you know, watched uh, or read about them a little bit. Mm-hmm. But that's about it. Yep. And so... then, you know, the rest of the month we got 
1980 and 1981 features. So that'll, yes. that'll be a fun one as well. But again, you know, our lineup is posted on our website, so go check that out. Uh, but, you know, that that uh, pretty much wraps it up, Vash. Like, obviously, we got some other news, but, you know, we're kind of kind of holding off on that. We want to, you know, kind of check out all the specs and whatnot for some of these yep. newer releases that are coming via Shout Factory, which are always yep. fantastic. Uh, so why don't we why don't we go ahead and close out the show for tonight? Alrighty, um, be sure to head over to iTunes, you guys, and write us a review. We're always looking for new ways to improve the show and to make for a better listening experience for you. If you have any segment ideas or things you'd like to see us added um, to the podcast, please feel free to reach out to us and let us know. We are open to your suggestions. Um, so thank you again for joining us this week and hopefully you join us tomorrow for Twisted Tuesday. We'll be starting at 7.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time um, watching again uh, The Wretched and uh, and Relic. And Totem, uh, can you tell them how they can contact us if they want to contact us to reach out? Absolutely. You can email the show. That would be at handlewithscarepod at gmail.com. You also find all of our information on our website at www.handlewithscarepod.com. We do have our Discord, and that is at bit.ly slash hwsdiscord. Uh, and you can reach us via Twitter at handlewithscare. Uh, as for myself, you can find me on Twitter at totallydrunk. And Vashti, how can our listeners get a hold of you? Uh, you can reach me on Twitter. I am Vashti. Uh, last T-E-A, uh, V-A-S-H, T-E-A, because I love tea. <laughs> so you can catch us there. Um, please reach out to us and let us know what you think. And thank you again. Yep, we will see you guys tomorrow. And if not then, we will see you over the weekend for our next yes. episode release. You guys take Peace care. Peace and love and be safe, y'all.